0: why are you putting a
1: swing on my rhythm it's like not like da-da-da. you're making it a fucking like jazz think- song no
0: i'm thinking of like a banjo type thing
1: oh like a banjo like country version yeah should i record one yeah <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic Conduits. Thank you for checking in with us today. What are we going to talk about today, Danny? We have a cool topic for you guys, but I want Danica to introduce it.
0: God damn it. Um, I think we're... Don't tw- swear at God. Sorry, sorry. Bless. Blessed be. <laughs> 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 um, I believe that what we are talking about today is something to do with trauma and as you can tell i'm very comfortable talking about trauma
1: you're also very good at being vague why don't you be more specific um, something to do with trauma could be anything
0: okay so basically what we are talking about today is the fact that everybody has a natural inclination to be averted to traumatic events and their own traumas and the related emotions nice. and thoughts yes. but in fact we have to go back and sit with those traumas and unpack them and feel those emotions and think those thoughts because that is the way through. You'll always hit resistance on your path in life unless you go back and address what has been buried.
1: Mm. um, Let's back up one step because that's all very true, but I think we should first establish what is trauma. Some people think of that as like, you have a car accident that was traumatic. You've been through trauma. People don't realize that trauma is a lot deeper than just, you know, maybe a physical injury. It can be that, but it's not necessarily just that. In fact, most of the trauma we're talking about and that you eloquently described is not visible. So it's something that you are normally triggered by. That is a good way of figuring out what your trauma is. What are those buttons that press you every single time you're stuck behind? a slow driver and he's going 40 and you just want to go 60 cause that's the limit. And yeah, for those listeners who are not in Australia, that's our speed limits. It's <laughs> most of the time it's 60. And, uh, I understand why people get angry about that, but anyway, what traumas do you find yourself? This is a question to you, Danny, and to anyone listening, you know, play this game with us. What traumas do you find yourself like reacquainting yourself with what keeps coming up?
0: So, Again, just to backtrack a little, you're stating that our sort of general emotional emotional reactions and frustrations in life come from our traumas. Yeah. Hmm. So the traumas that keep popping up for me are
1: we've probably mentioned them at some point, <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. So what are they? <laughs> Is that like like you have a tendency to vomit? Like what what do you mean? I don't know. You're making weird it's hard mouth to noises. Come
0: out right and say, it and I don't even know if I don't. I don't know. Do
1: you want me to say it for you? Sure. Okay. Danica's one of Danica's traumas is frustration. She gets frustrated and is angry really easy. It's, it's, I think
0: that's a result. It's a
1: result of trauma. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the. I was talking mainly about. And I probably worded this poorly, but let let me reword this. What are the uh, triggering emotions you feel, and how do we connect that back to trauma?
0: Okay. Okay. The emotions are easy. Frustration is a big one for mm-hmm. me. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Probably that's, that's my one. Mm-hmm. I, I do get frustrated and that kind of is the gateway to all other emotions that come next. But yeah. that's, that's, that's like, that's the key one for that's me. That's the key one. What's yeah. yours?
1: For me, it's either like bitterness or resentment. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so and, I think and it every, can be...
0: everyone kind of has that signature. Yeah. hundred percent. Like emotional outburst or, or mm. reaction.
1: Like how, when you're triggered, like, what are you more likely to feel? Are you like bitter and resentful and then you feel like you're deep inside yourself? are you angry and domestic yeah, violence deeply frustrated deeply frustrated yeah. like how how cons- do you express that what 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 does it like emerge as that's the question i guess
0: yeah like outrage and confusion <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
1: confusion outrage, and I've seen like this tendency to like want to hit something or like actually
0: yeah I get angry
1: you get angry like. If you were angry and you had a glass bottle, bad recipe.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've kicked a fair few tables and hit a few walls in my time. But those were completely by accident. Danica's really uncoordinated. Like, like
1: Often she'll just like one of her long limbs will just bash into something. And she'll have no idea. Like She won't realize until like the noise has happened. Because it's just such a prevalent part of your life. It is. Do you reckon that's related to trauma? No. No. It's just you being a, a big baby Labrador.
0: It's just having (laughs) too
1: big for your own body. It's
0: having a huntsman spider body, to be Mm. honest. Small body, long limbs. Like the
1: spider crab. Oh my god, that's like an oceanic huntsman spider.
0: Yeah, they they make me uncomfortable.
1: Oh, but they're not hairy.
0: Yeah, that's why they make me uncomfortable. They don't.
1: They don't make you like your skin boil and heave, like huntsman spiders do. But the spider crabs are like way more scary.
0: Yeah, I guess. Okay. We Objectively. have
1: major ADD today. Let's get back to the <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while since we've done this as yeah. well. So I think when we talk about trauma, it's important to use your triggers to get there. And then, and the next step I would say is to trace so, it back. So,
0: sorry. So your triggers show you that you are operating from your trauma. So it's important to acknowledge what your like signature trigger is. Mm-hmm. That's that's your way yes. in, right? Yes, everyone
1: has a signature, but it, people could have multiple. But yes, you're right. That's okay. the way in. Yeah. And then take that back to the earliest memory you can find of feeling a, a version of that emotion. Mm. That can be as easy as, like, my dad or mom used to hit me mm. or I never got any candy when I was younger and it made me really sad. Um, your body, when you're young, between the ages of one and eight, you don't really know the difference between like a traumatic car accident that an adult could experience or not getting to purchase the toy you want. Mm. Because the tantrum you could throw as a kid and as an adult could be similar. And that's one thing we have to say upfront about traumas is, is that they are formed really early. And oftentimes people can't even remember what the source of it is. Like where is this coming mm. from is, is, a, is a common question that you hear in like couples therapy. I just don't understand where it's coming from. Why is he so angry all the time? Why does he drink and beat me? Where is this coming from?
0: Yeah, and something that you I've recently experienced is that you can think uh, – uh, yeah, I, I totally get that sometimes things could have happened so far in your past that you you don't remember it or often you've buried it so deeply yeah. or you've sugarcoated it so much. Like, yeah, I worked through, back, through that. I'm over it. It doesn't affect me anymore. That's what's happening to me recently where I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, I worked through that. I unpacked that, right? Like, mm. I went there. Mm-mm. You didn't. You just – Buried under so many layers and layers and layers that until you dug and dug and dug and hit that, you were like, oh shit, no, here it is. Mm. That's where it's been coming from. But um, I have another emotional signature, maybe, which is like numbness.
1: Numbness. So like this, closing off. We've discussed this before. This is your like a, a dissociative nature.
0: Yeah. Where it's like,
1: hi, oh, this is too much. Shut down.
0: Would you say that's like a similar thing to the frustration thing? Because I do have certain. Situations in which, like I, I suddenly shut down. Like that is, the reaction. I'd
1: say it's something different. I can't really see how they're related. Because you don't. I'm not saying they're related.
0: I'm saying they're two different traumatic yeah, signature exactly. emotional responses.
1: That makes sense to me. Yeah. Right. I because sometimes you can connect them, but this one, these are two different ones. And the numbness, like I think everyone to some extent has experienced a version of that, where it's all just too much, and you have to like, pretend that whatever happened didn't happen just to like smile again, you know, even if it's a year later, you just have to bury it and people don't really understand how to do the work. What is doing the work? How do you work through this kind of thing? And there's a lot of different methods. Um, My favorite method and the one that's worked best for me is probably from Teal Swan's book, The Completion Process. And she has an intricate series of like, like web videos on YouTube, just talking through this what's that one video? It's like half an hour. I think it's called How to Connect with Your Emotional Body. Incredible. So she goes through the process with someone on the table, like using them as like, here's how I go about doing this process. And then in the book, she she writes about it in like
0: intricate detail. But... So what what have you done to go back and address your trauma? Like what's been your journey with that whole thing?
1: Good question. Okay, so... And I'm in no way someone who's mastered this stuff. But you've done
0: a really good job. Like in terms of... Between you and I, and whose trauma pops up most often, and we have to sit there and go through this whole thing. It's like that happens to me way more than it happens to you. (laughs) Um, You have like little things here and there that pop up every now and then, but you've got like the brunt of it out of control. Whereas I've buried some really big things mm -hmm. that that come up and just overwhelm me, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck, Mm I don't want to look at you right now. Yeah, but you, you, you. I think you've done a lot of the really big work. I
1: absolutely had to I I, I would have I would have been on a very different path if I had not and it would have been very chaotic and so there was a huge turning point in my life where so many in the point of about two years or actually maybe even three four or five years so many shifts happened and so doing the work for me was you know discovering Teal Swan's process discovering you know Lots of people I've mentioned before who have influenced me quite a lot in terms of philosophy and belief systems. I won't go into the names right now, but there's so many. And um, sort of trying on every single perspective towards how to heal these things. How to, I don't want to feel this way. Like if, if I'm putting myself in your shoes, for example, I don't like feeling frustrated. I don't like that little things make me frustrated. Uh, so how do I stop that? Because that, I was perceiving that, you know, perhaps 10 years ago or even closer to my turning point times i was perceiving that as oh it's just a wiring issue you know i'm very technological i love computers i love all kinds of technology so i was like oh it's just a wiring issue i just i really simplified it and i think simplifying is the first step identify the problem well sorry let me back up a little bit identify the trigger
0: which for you was the uh resentment
1: it was it was jealousy it was resentment and bitterness which is there as well um, they can kind of tie into each other. So those ones are a bit more connected than your two like dissociativeness, which I don't know if it is a word.
0: Dissociation. Dissociation
1: maybe. and frustration, two very different things. Um, but mine sort of tied together. And the other thing I, I worked through a lot was anger. A lot, and that is one I used to bury.
0: Yeah, see, this is why I know that you've done so much of that work because you always tell me that you used to be an angry person, and I just yeah. have not seen that. No,
1: in you. no, it's, it, it, it's like something I got rid of. Yeah, I used to scream at people in my car like regularly, yeah. and you know, I used to have many like driving related jobs, yeah. so that was very good for me doing that work.
0: The road is such a conduit for anger, hey? It's it, just, is. Like, that's, it is, like if you want to work on anger. Drive Get on the road. Drive. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be a delivery driver, yeah. I
1: swear, you will actually be tested time and time again. Yeah. But I guarantee you that's when I did the work. That's that's that was opportunity after opportunity to do the work. It was constant. It was a mix between surrender and acceptance, like versus um, like outbursts that would sort of lead me to the first thing, surrender and acceptance. So a so mix between being angry and being surprisingly calm at moments. And then again, okay, so here's the crucial thing that, that that really did it for me, the work. Okay, so doing the work. There is this, this is like straight paraphrase from Ram Dass. There is a split second of time when something happens before you blow out. Let's say Someone just hit the brakes or I don't know why do we keep using the driving analogy I'm sick of it it's and annoying. also we're talking
0: about trauma so like go a little deeper it's like
1: okay let's talk about um because
0: the split second thing we've talked about on here before but I don't see how that relates to like childhood trauma I get that it's the emotional reaction but treating that emotional reaction does not does not unpack the trauma does not unpack the the root causes that keep bringing you back to this less like lack of acceptance and frustration and whatever.
1: Well, I think it can, if you, if you, if you choose to see them as opportunities, for example, um, as I mentioned before, you got to trace to the earliest point. When was the first time you remember feeling whatever emotion, whatever trigger it is as a kid. So ask yourself that. And then, and this is where I would, have to go home and continue the work. So I can't do this part of the work driving. I can do versions of it driving, but when it comes to really going deeper, um, you lie on the bed or you take a seat, probably lie down. I recommend and you find that emotion, you find it in your body. So it's got a feeling somewhere and it might just be um, something more surface-based that you feel as it happens. But if you, if you sort of try and bring it up, you'll find that it lives somewhere. And if you can't find that it lives somewhere, try and imagine it somewhere. And that way you can place it as a physical thing. And then, and this is where the deep work begins, then you talk to it like it's a small child. And that's what you're doing. You're trying to speak to the part of you that is a small child because that's the
0: part of you that's wounded. See, look, I hear you, but I struggle to think that, oh, you do A, B, C and you address your trauma and now it's so much better. Or, like, even you do A, B and C, you do it every day for two years and you address your trauma and it's so much better. I don't know, man. I don't I don't think that's true. And I think that everybody's trauma comes from such different places and accumulate over the years so differently and is stored in their mental and physical bodies so intricately and, and different practices will bring different people to their trauma and that everyone will have different ways out of the hold that their trauma has over them. Mm. So I don't know, like I hear those specific methods and I hear that you can do the body awareness meditations and you can do the driving thing. But like, I don't know, man, because I've, I've been aware of my trauma for a long time or maybe, I mean, Maybe I haven't, because I've. The reason that we're talking about this today is because I've more recently become like fully aware of the impact that my traumas have had on me, mm. and certain things, certain traumatic events that have happened in my life, I've just completely overlooked as even being trauma, which mm. is just ridiculous. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I think that sometimes for some people it can be like. A constant thing that you have to keep cycling back to you know yes
1: yes yes I, I agree yeah um, however I would suggest that there's three things you have to consider first okay the first is sincerity uh, the second is a belief to change so I believe that I can work through this and the third thing is forgiveness now I think if you don't get all those three things down and packed you can work on the trauma and the wounds and go as deep as you want. You're not going to come See, out of it.
0: That's what I wanted to hear. Cause I get that there's, I mean, there's therapy, you know, there's traditional psychotherapy. Right. There are substances, there are practices, there mm-hmm. are movement practices, there's there are meditation practices. So many tools. Like I can, we can't sit here and say that we know how to move through trauma. We really can't. All we can share is our personal experiences, but I think, that's right. I think that what you just shared is really, really interesting. So mm. you said sincerity.
1: Sincerity. So, being honest with yourself. Being are are with you this... actually going into this emotion or yeah. are you pretending to?
0: Yeah. And, that's and an interesting one. That requires
1: a certain amount of body awareness. Mm. It requires a certain amount of connection and love for yourself. Because so, how are you going to be able to feel the emotion if you don't really connect with your body? Mm. I don't just mean going for a run three times a week. I mean like send your energy to your hands. Mm. and Feel it, feel your hands light up and pulsate. Like, as Eckhart Tolle says, your body loves your attention. Mm. It loves it, but never gets your attention. So mm. that's when... As you mentioned, body awareness meditations, that's a thing, right? Send your energy into your body. You can do this. It's very easy. Just close your eyes and picture like your thumb, for example. And you might close your eyes and do it even right now. I can feel my thumb glowing.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily lead you to your trauma.
1: No, this is like a side point of like one of the three major subjects I just mentioned. So sincerity also is being truthful with yourself. So are you you, um, burying this or... Are you are you going into it, or are you? Is there a disconnect between you trying to go into it and you actually going into it? Maybe yeah. you're scared to feel it, so you don't actually go all the way there. But it's it has to happen. Um, with, you have to have a courageous heart with you.
0: Or even on a base level, like, have you actually sat the fuck down and uh, acknowledged it?
1: That's the first. Have thing. you
0: unpacked it? Yes. Because I found with so many things that I've been through, hell no.
1: You never unpacked. Hell no, it. like yeah. like
0: you you mentioned the example earlier like car crashes Mm. right like I've been in several car crashes I don't think I've ever sat down with anybody and just talked through those experiences
1: never and that lives in your body and that so
0: lives in your body so there's that authenticity like I have not been authentic with myself about the effect that those have had on me yes and and then
1: so that's sincerity
0: yeah that's
1: straight up just being real with yourself yeah just saying hey you know what like I did go through stuff and I know it wasn't a big deal at the time however like my body doesn't know that my well, body. it kind
0: of was a big deal at the time. Well, there you like, go. You, you tell yourself it's not a big deal at the time, <laughs> but I think that's always a big deal. It's so unnatural. It's terrifying and the circumstances. I mean, if it's a big car crash, are usually, yeah, like pretty twisted, man. Like mm-hmm. not cool. Um, the second thing, belief, like believing that you can work through it. Okay,
1: so this is a very important point. The power of belief has been documented time and time again. The power of placebo has been documented time and time again. Um, if you want a book that suffi- like summarizes this really well, the Biology of Belief by Dr. Bruce Lipton. Oh, my God. Mind-blowing. So we know the power of belief is powerful, but how do you utilize that to help you get to the core of your trauma and actually work through it?
0: You can't shed your trauma unless you truly believe you can. If you think that Boom. you'll never let go of it, then you'll Boom. always have it with you.
1: Can you take that mic off and just drop it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit it.
0: I was emulating the mic drop. Okay, that's fair. You're going to make me feel traumatized. Um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We're yeah, very empathetic here. And... Um, but it's not, but like on a flip side of that, you can sometimes believe that you don't have trauma, you're not ruled yes. by your trauma and yes. stuff like that. So yes,
1: and that's an interesting thing to uncover as well. Not being ruled by a trauma, that comes down to personal choice, and I think to some extent, personal choice does tie into this. Is it everything? No, it's one of a few different things.
0: See, the the last few years of my life, I was very much in this space of. I don't need to go back and unpack my traumas. I'm aware of what they are Mm. and I'm good. Like I've done the work. I'm good. I don't need to go obsess over them. But then I found like this year I've literally just been picked up and dropped straight into them, (laughs) like straight into them. Like like one second I'm sitting and the next second I'm like, boom, here's everything that you never addressed and feel it exactly where it sits in your body. And I'm like on the floor dying, like, oh shit, here it is. Um, and sometimes this you need to have these experiences and sometimes you need to have these sessions or whatever it is that gets you there these like crude reminders of the work that you have or have not done yeah and that's why i really believe in seeking out spaces situations and therapy
1: and whatever you need therapy is like, like
0: whatever it is this is important like, yeah. you have to
1: value yourself enough to see these things as real yeah. and to realize that these are things that you changing about yourself will make you better.
0: Yeah. And so I feel like I've also been stagnating on my path a little bit. So Mm. obviously I've been dropped into my trauma because it's like, bitch, how are you going to progress if you keep thinking that you've dealt with it all, Mm. but you have not dealt with it all. Now is the time to go back and do that work. And that's why I'm talking about this cycling too, where I'm finding that I have to go back and cycle through like old traumas with a new perspective.
1: Yep. 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 And, um, Just to add to that, like, I think when it comes to your situation is is, you were missing the third key point. I've seen you do the work. I've seen you go into it. We've done it together. And I've seen you actually go there and be sincere and have the belief that you can change it and go into it and feel the deep stuff that's buried. Mm. But I haven't ever seen you forgive yourself.
0: I've never forgiven myself. That is something that you brought up with this most recent round of me dropping into it all, which was Mm. like the most sincerely that I've ever dropped into it. Like I really sat with everything that I've ever experienced and felt it all come up. And when you mentioned that self-forgiveness thing, that thought was unheard of for me. I I was, what what the fuck do you mean? Forgive myself. Why
1: does it matter if I forgive myself? What does that do anything? I
0: had not even (laughs) considered it. Mm. And so I really think that that is the work that you have done for yourself that has allowed you to perhaps move past a lot of, like the the real clutches of your traumas, because it's interesting, right? Like a lot of the time we think that our traumas happened to us. So it's like, why would you, why would you need to forgive yourself? Mm. Well, yeah, I crashed my car, but like, what were the circumstances surrounding that? Mm. How, what led me to, to that? And how did I walk away from that? And how did I nurture myself? And how did I address that? There are all of these factors where it's like, did you handle that? Well, was it your fault? what whatever it was, like there are so many opportunities for you to go back and find a loving heart. But, I have not done that. Mm. I've been real hard ass. Like, you're good, Danny. You're good. You're good. You, don't worry you about it. Don't give stress. yourself
1: tough love minus the love. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's and true. hey, you'll get a lot done miserably.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,. Is it worth it? I don't know. Like sometimes I've looked at you and been like, oh, I'd love to be that productive. And then I've been like, oh, but I don't want to be that sad and frustrated all the time. And I hate <laughs> that as well. So <laughs> Catch 22 right there. Yeah, Bearing yeah. your emotions is good until, like you said, it just, suddenly you're just fine. And then a, a second later, you're in all of it drowning. Yeah, and you're like, how the did I get
0: here? Yeah. Like, I mean, there was more to it than that, but like some, something yeah, yeah. will bring you into yeah. it. Yes. Something, something will bring you into it. And hopefully it's self-induced, which mm. in this case was, but, but I've also had this like whole year of darkness, mm. like this real whole year of heaviness and darkness, which we talked to be about fair, this last
1: episode as well. uh, yeah, I've also been mm.
0: through more trauma this year, which yes. is like also stacked onto the other trauma. And now it's like, now you got to go back and unpack some of your old trauma so you can hold space for this new trauma, um, which has all been like a really beautiful journey, but also, yeah, like I feel like I was making rapid progress for years and years and years and years, and now I've just like boom hit a brick wall, um, and so like that's the double edged sword of being, like I have been, you know, it's like steady slow progress or like rapid progress and then massive large scale burnout and stagnation and life crises and mm. you know whatever. Um, there's mm. a there's a way more sustainable way to do things. So yeah. Definitely feeling that I need to dip more into like advice I got last night um, from a very close friend and guru um, is, you know, I think I've always been this type of person that's like, wake the fuck up. I get up in the morning, I jump out of bed, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ready for the day. And when it comes to waking myself up in life, waking up to, you know, enhancing my own awareness or becoming aware of my own tendencies, I'm always very like, bitch, come on, wake up, do it, do the work, get it, you know. Now you're aware of it and make it happen. But I've never been like, hey, Danica, time to wake up now. You know how you're feeling? Let's slowly get out of bed. Yeah. Like, take your time. God. I've never been like yeah, that. Yeah, your
1: mind is like mean to you. Yeah. Get up, go. Like you're yeah. a drill sergeant. Yeah. How, like... are you
0: not, how are you not out of bed already? How are you not awake already? <laughs> your alarm went off four, yeah.
1: 45 seconds ago. Come yeah. on. Get Someone's out.
0: been trying to wake you up for the last, you know, 10, 15 minutes. How are you not up already? Where it's like, I've never taken this real gentle approach. And so, mm. like, her message was, my friend's message was to me, like, be gentle with every facet of your existence. Be gentle with yourself through all of this, but also mm. be gentle to others as a projection of the self. And now I'm finding, and I, and like nice. even before I received that advice, right, let's bring it back to the road. Like it's just going to be one of those things that keeps popping up in this space, okay? Okay, let's but do it. driving, someone was driving like a, like a dickhead, and in my head I was like, oh, you're driving like a fucking dickhead. And then I said to myself in my head, I was like, yeah, but does he want to be called that? Like do you think that? he would be okay with being called that. And I was like, "Mm, sorry, I take it back. Like you drive how you drive. That was a really interesting moment for me. I was like, huh? Because the way I cuss at these people in my head is, Mm. is, is heavy and gross. And it's like, I'm still sending that energy their way. That's not gentle. That's harsh. And so why am I doing quiet harm? And then I'm holding it in my head. I'm not sending it their way. I think I've also mentioned this before. So and it's like, you end up carrying it. Yeah. And I'm not harming yourself. them. I'm just, yeah. yeah. So that's also been a part of this whole thing. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. A recurring part of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I would even argue that the reason why it's been recurring is because like you said, until last week, you haven't ever thought about bringing the last step of the chain into it, which is yeah. forgiveness. And once you have that step of the chain, you can close the circle and it will close nicely and it will mm. seal won't have back up. You will to keep looping back into it. Yes, yes. And I think a lot of people miss that. Mm. The forgiveness element, I possibly stumbled upon it by accident, though I don't believe in accidents. Yeah. I think that it just came about by just complete guidance or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Um, and immediately I felt the significance. Like when I was hearing someone talk about it, every cell in my body was awake. My hairs were sticking up and within a four minute video, I remember this video and I've shown you this video too, Within a four minute video, I must've cried three times mm-hmm. and that was, you know, one of the things I had to work through in my youth as well when I was, you know, after the turning point and gaining awareness is that I couldn't cry, but I, I needed to and I wanted to, but I was raised by like a tough Israeli mother who was in the army for 10 years and was like, boys don't cry like step out of it, you know? Um, So that was hard for me, right? But then eventually I realized, you know, like, isn't this ironic? Like, I deal with emotions for a living. Like, my job is to express emotion and to teach other people how to express emotion. That's what music is. It's just emotional sound. And it's ironic that I couldn't actually physically release it. So my guitar became my outlet. Music became my outlet. And when I learned that it was actually not only okay, but healthy to cry every now and then, I would struggle in the beginning and I would have to induce the cry, like, as we've, you've made fun of me before, I'll put on a sad movie and watch it until I start crying and then once the, once the floodgates are open, I will take that, those floodgates, I'll take the flooding and direct it at the stuff I was trying to release. I'm not necessarily sad about the movie, even though yes, it was sad. It's more about inducing the emotion. If I can't get there, I need a tool. I can't. I can't. What other tools make you cry that don't hurt you? Mm. Uh, movies will do it. <laughs> so anyway, um, the forgiveness thing is probably the most crucial part, and I would argue that is the it is the most overlooked part, and and I I don't think um, there's enough emphasis on it. So I just wanted to bring that up again. No, today.
0: I think that's huge, and I think that whether or not you caused your own trauma or somebody else. Could cause your own trauma. You can't forgive either. Like you can't forgive somebody else for what they've done to you unless you forgive yourself. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm finding too. Like I've tried to forgive others,
1: mm.
0: but I don't think I'm very good at it. It doesn't come around very easily. Mm. And then I take a look at myself and I'm like, oh, I just annihilate myself constantly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm shit. Damn. I'm really shit to myself. I, yeah.
1: Yeah. But a lot of people are like that. Yeah. And and you know I have days where I'm yeah. like that too. Like everyone, everyone has their days like yeah. that. But I can tell you the severity of how harsh I am to myself now versus like, I don't know, 10 years ago.
0: Yeah,
1: Whew, I was mean. Yeah. <laughs> so mean. And we are all, we, we all like that as humans. We, yeah. just, we, we, we go between extremes in our mind because we don't have any control over our mind. Mm. So we just let it wander. And when it wanders, it can take you to places where it can be really provocative. Mm. And what I would argue, like in your situation there, when you said just now you tried to apologize to other people but it just didn't come around. Maybe it didn't feel authentic. And forgive so other people. You couldn't forgive, right? Um, because initially you couldn't forgive yourself. And I know you've had this realization, but to anyone listening who relates to this, um, you'll realize that the other people, whether they were doing something v- like, out of like pure like, vindication and spite, or they were doing something because it's just how they are and how they do things, it is not matter. Like You forgiving them helps you the most
0: and also a lot of the time things that you struggle to forgive others for it, they're exhibiting tendencies that you hate about yourself too Boom, and i've dude. really seen that with the parental trauma thing playing yeah, out
1: Drop that mic once again i don't know if that came through, yeah let's just go with it
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it, it, it's been a really interesting journey of yeah, like having to go there, having to sit with this stuff now because I'm not functioning well unless I go there. Mm. I can't hold myself unless I have a container for my emotions and my trauma. And just with all the heaviness that I've been moving through right now, it's a really beautiful space to be in. It's really beautiful, but it's very tender and it gets very dark. Mm. And and I do try to uh, like bypass and override and it just doesn't work. And so what I personally have been find, found finding since really dropping into that space of revisiting all of that trauma and realizing the work that i need to do and that self-forgiveness type of stuff is um really making a conscious effort to have less mind and to have more heart nice dropping into the heart because that is your way through it that's so huge and what does that mean for me it's like how am i breathing in each moment like am i using my my um like the respiratory muscles that are supposed to be working when I'm exercising or am I using like my diaphragm and my belly and is my breath settled and deep in my body? Because that's telling me the kind of
1: slow and shallow and fast. Yeah. Yeah, That's telling me
0: the kind of state that I'm in, you know, in terms of my stress and stuff. And if I'm stressed, I'm tend to be more heady. Yeah. Whereas if I'm sitting more deeply in my body with that breath then I'm be more heart-centered. I'm more heart- centered and so like starting with the breath and making an effort to like breathe more gently and to slow down and to speak slower and even my yoga classes have changed as a result of that I, I have, I've been breathing I wonky that. in my yoga as well I've been breathing way too intensely and then trying to speak from that space of like not getting your not letting your head get in the way and really like being with the person who's in front of mm. you and feeling them and responding to them from that space yes and something that i did Powerful. last night as well which was really really beautiful I as i was feeling so flat and so empty and so had it with everything really really struggling and i wanted to just go and do what i do most nights which is just watch funny tv shows and then go to sleep but i actually just turned off turned off my laptop and put everything away and just made a really big cup of tea and got out my journal. And I just sat there for like a couple of hours, just sat there. Mm. And my room was beautiful. The lighting was ambient. And
1: mm. I just want to stress as well, when she says really big cup of tea, you, <laughs> it's you, a soup mug. You've never seen a mug like this. <laughs> it's,
0: a, it's a bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was so nice, just sitting there and just waiting for stuff to come up, um, but what didn't come from the head, like it came straight from the heart, and then it just went straight onto the paper, and then it was like silence, and then it was like felt something paper silence. Nice. Felt how yeah. beautiful
1: is that transaction?
0: Beautiful was because re- you got to keep it flowing. And one last thing I want to share, just Ooh. with this journey that I've been on, is I realize now how disconnected I have been from the element of water, from the emotional body. To the point where I haven't even realized how emotions have worked. And I'm only starting to realize that in every moment, you can feel everything all the time. And I think I, I do. I have always inherently been like that. We all have access to that space. But I remember looking into my youth and feeling everything all of the time and not really understanding that. But now I know that the heart has capacity to be in grief and to be elated at the same time. And in the span of 60 seconds, you can go from good to bad to good to bad to awesome And if you let your mind take over that process, that's when the noise starts. That's when you start overthinking and jumping and seeking stimulation and seeking that chemical, blah, 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 like whatever it is. When the mind starts to respond instead of you just sitting there and being like, cool, grief, okay, sadness, Mm. also gratitude, also joy. That's all there.
1: Mm. I
0: acknowledge it. And just be there, you Mm. know? So that's been helping too, like really being upfront with like, I am super depressed, but I'm also okay. Yeah. In each moment, <laughs> the polarity
1: of that, knowing the polarity is actually really powerful. Yeah. I like the first where you phrase the mind part of that. You said if you let your mind, and that, that implies a, like a disciplined mind is possible, where the, where the mind can actually not be a jackhammer constantly shooting out one thousand thoughts every minute. Like it, there is a potential for that.
0: And if it's and doing think, that, I think it's telling you that you need to drop into your heart. Yeah, your 100%. heart's trying to speak right now. Yeah. Man.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just literally overwhelm. And I've noticed that when I'm particularly thoughty, like my head's racing, I do exactly the same thing you do. And I don't think we'll be ever discuss that. I'll be like, like, how fast is my heart beating right now? Mm. Is there tension in my body? It's my back hurt. I've been sitting down for three hours. My back hurt. Like, am I okay? Have I exercised today? Did I do stretches? Am I hips tight? Oh, that's a big one. When my head is getting dark, I realize that usually, for me personally, my hips are tight. So I'll do some, I don't know, warrior twos, some low lunges, just whatever gets the hip opening, I'm feeling, I'm looking for, and then my mind will be at ease. And you realize it's all so incredibly intricately connected yeah. that you, it's, there is a constant conversation happening yeah. between you and your body. Constant.
0: Yeah.
1: And... It's just, I mean, it's, it's actually the intelligence of it is insane and it's yeah. beautiful and it's unfathomable how um, divine it is when you really sit with it. And, you know, as you said, like, feel it and try and, you know...
0: Communicate. C- yeah. You also nice. communicate with those with those parts of your body. And, and what you said is is exactly the way in. Like, when you're too heady, let the body take you back down because in terms of the energy centers, in terms of the chakras we have that mental energy up top and then we have that root chakra energy which brings energy you back below. to base, yeah. like which brings you back to the body and your senses. And your heart sits in the middle of those two spaces. So we it's hard to drop from the mind into the heart. Mm. It's easy to drop from the mind into the body mm. and then that sort of balances itself out and you end up in the heart. That's yes. what I find. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I feel that as well. So I, I've been working a lot um, with Jesse's A. Like, Jesse's a chakra master, dude. Honestly can I just put it out there? Like chakras are a bit like, yeah, I get that they're there, but I haven't really felt them until this man like really took me through the chakras. And every time he takes me through, it's like a, it's a trip, man. It's uh, yeah. He just, this, this dude gets it, but really helping me to bring that mental energy down into my root. Mm. It, can I feel myself breathing in my hips? Yeah. Right. Because as, As the thoracic cavity moves, as your diaphragm pushes down on your internal organs, the abdominal organs, you should be able to feel that movement right down into your pelvic muscles, right? But it's like, can I feel that breath in that part of my body? No, okay, let me feel it. And then that just slows everything everything down. And then when I drop from the head into the body and I slowly make my way back up again, I'm like, ah, there's the heart. Yeah. There's what I've been feeling.
1: And it's funny how there's literally a thing thumping yeah like many times per second depending on what you're doing not per second god sorry be like per minute yeah. my bad <laughs> <laughs> thumping like literally like contracting in and out and thumping and doing something constantly but you'll go days months weeks years without even acknowledging it and that's the very thing keeping you alive mm. and you don't even acknowledge it like side story my um previous pet who passed a few years ago was the most loving giving compassionate creature on the planet from my experience okay i have never met a more compassionate soul on the planet she was a little dog and literally she passed away because her heart grew too big Mm. that it was pressing on her airways and she couldn't breathe and her heart literally grew like i think it was to I think seventy percent bigger or something. Mm. I don't know. It was something ridiculous. I think it was like two. Like t- yeah. It was ridiculous like that. like that. Like it was something insane. And then I thought about it. Like there must be something really um, deep and, uh, to use the the taboo word, deep and spiritual about the heart. Mm. Just the nature of it, the mystery of it, the, the 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 electricity it exudes, and the way people have been saying for centuries things as cliche as like listen to your heart. Like it's, it's very obvious. Like, listen, like, mm. it's completely connected to everything.
0: Can I tell the most, can I tell a story about the most yeah. esoteric moment of my life? Go ahead. Um, so me, my mom and my dad were in Cambodia in, um, in Angkor National Park where the Angkor Wat temple, along with many other ancient, ancient temples are. Uh, never been anywhere like that. Just yeah. Beyond words. We were in <laughs> one of the temples. And they have all of these little uh, like sub sub mini temples and little chambers and whatnot. And we stepped into this one sort of outdoor side chamber, and our guide uh, Rachna, I don't know man, he's incredible. If you ever go to <laughs> Cambodia and Angkor National Park, go with Rachna, he's incredible. But um, he's like, I gotta show you guys something. We were really we really bonded with that dude. He's like, gotta show you something. Come in here, and he's like, hit your belly. So we went, hit the belly. He's like, hit your arms. Hit the arms, you know, hit your thighs, hit the thighs, clap, yell. We're like Was there any echo when you were doing that? Well, let me tell the story. I haven't mentioned oh. an echo, so shut your mouth. So we're doing all <laughs> these things and we're kinda of laughing. We're having a laugh. We're like, what's going on here? You know? And then he goes, hit your chest, and we hit the chest and we hear boom. Like like this real deep, bassy, guttural echo, and we're like, whoa. He's like, do it again. Boom. And he's like, go again, hit your thighs, hit your arms. Clap, yell, <laughs> nothing, nothing. But he goes, hit your chest, boom. The resonance, it was insane. Me, my mom and my dad all experienced it. And my dad to this day will tell you that that is the most inexplicable moment of his life. And he wow. he grew up in the villages of Fiji, man. There were ghosts there. But still, this is the this. most inexplicable <laughs> moment of his life. And... um. You know those temples, they they have been looted to oblivion and pulverized and whatnot. And but but they had chambers of like crystals and grids and yeah. all this crazy shit. And they used technologies that we cannot understand. And there's some magic left in that one little chamber if you get the right guide and he shows you where it is. But like, I can't explain that man. But that was the resonance of the heart space, the mm. thoracic chamber where the heart lives. So that's so yeah. I don't you know, man. Goosebumps. Like, that's, like, that's my so story. Peculiar. Yeah, like that. That's my example of. There's something to that space in the body. Insane. And if you've ever really sat with somebody and connected with them from the heart, like heart to heart, there is a weird, um, it's a weird space to be in. Mm. It's a deep space to be in. You shed all of like your human narratives mm. and you you soul bond from that place. Yeah. And,
1: it's a true connection. It's
0: it's hard to go there with people these days. Um, Most
1: people have a barrier. Yes. And yeah. sometimes
0: you you tap it and you both connect and then mm. one person retreats or Pulls you both away. pull away. Yeah. And, but and it's, that's an interesting It's a practice we need to go back to mm. and I think these types of being in these spaces, having these conversations, having these practices will keep leading us back to the things that need to be addressed so that we mm. can be more connective and communicative and mm. continue to flow and not be bound by I'm out, I'm out our minds and our traumas
1: yes 100 percent mic drop (laughs) How many mic drops are you gonna do today (laughs) um when it came to like you actually trying to hit on your legs and hit on your arms was there any echo whatsoever nothing it was was like
0: what i'm doing now like sound
1: how how vast was this chamber was it like a just a it
0: was small man it was like I don't know, like, this by, like, a metre and a half by a metre and a half? So like you were all out we in there at the same time? We were all, there was four of us standing in it, and mum was kind of in the doorway. So, like, you could fit, like, three, four people, in there was a little square. And I couldn't, like, it wasn't a room. It was like, what is it doing there? I don't mm. know. But Rajna just said, like, this particular spot, it's been passed on from guide to guide, that, like, you hear this in this chamber. So Jesus, I, that's cool. Was it for that? I possibly. How did they know it was for that? Mm. I have no idea. Has mm. somebody stood in every single chamber in every one of those temples and beat on their chest? Mm. Maybe. You would still have to like,
1: it's mis- when you're building
0: it. It like, was a different... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so weird. Like, it's have this weird. In mind. Yeah. That's
1: very... I mean, it's just completely unexplainable. Mm. At least for right now. If, if anyone out there listening can explain it to us. I
0: bet your ass you can't.
1: I'd love to try it. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be so fun. Chip
0: to Cambodia, here we come. <laughs>
1: So to recap on three of the things I mentioned earlier, we talked about sincerity, we talked about belief, and we talked about forgiveness as being three crucial pillars that hold up the healing house of emotional trauma. So try these things, you know, if you feel like you need resources, we definitely mentioned at least a few in here.
0: I'll mention one more. Yeah. Eastern body, western mind. Ooh, the juicy. chakra system?
1: Yes.
0: Honestly, Every time I open that book, I, I've i forgotten how incredible it is. It yeah. was one of the first sort of Eastern energy system texts. It's one of the only ones I've ever really read, to be honest. But it's exhaustive. Like, it's a it's, powerful book. And it brings in the psychology and it brings in like the, the modern day work. Mm. And uh, it yeah, it's incredible if you want to learn about the chakra system if you want to learn about childhood trauma and the way it's affected you Mm. and what you can do to address specific traumas and what parts of your body they affect and what parts of your functioning that they impact Mm. yeah go to that's my one
1: i love it great recommendation i will just add to that and say highly recommend the book and not the audiobook the audiobook was a bit of a letdown not because the content was bad it was fantastic the book is fantastic it was just read a little robotically for my liking. I get really excited about this stuff and I don't know if the person who um, was reading it did match that excitement. So maybe that's my problem. No, Either it's way. a real thing. It's a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, amazing recommendation, Danny. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for being there as we pour our hearts out.
0: And we're back, right? We're back?
1: For, for what? We're
0: not going to disappear for another four months and then no. just randomly pop back in like we didn't do that. Depends, are we back? I think so
1: Do you feel back?
0: I feel back You're back I'm back We back
1: Harry back